Hey everyone, Chris Carlton here, another episode of the Study Abroad Cast. If you are interested in going to Italy, uh, tune in. This episode is for you. We're talking to Connor, Connor McLone from University of Pittsburgh, who's currently in Florence as we speak. Uh, he just got there. He's been there a month. He's talking about his time, his program, and everything he's done so far, everything he plans to do. So listen up. It's really good. All right, thanks. everyone welcome to the study of broadcast this is chris carlton with connor mcglone who is a marketing and supply chain management major at the university of pittsburgh uh connor is actually in florence right now so he's our first international student interview connor uh welcome to the show and thank you very much for being here thank you for having me chris yeah so uh talk about the process i guess that led up to your study abroad experience. And what I mean by that is, first of all, what triggered the decision? What made you make the decision to study abroad? And then once you did decide to kind of throw your hat in the ring and, and jump in, why did you pick Florence? Uh, what did you do leading up to leaving? All that stuff up to your departure. So deciding to study abroad was kind of just like, it's really talked about at Pitt's campus. They really push your study abroad. Uh, one of the mottos is like from the classroom to the city to the world. It's just taking everything you learn from the classroom and spreading it all across the world. So I always kind of wanted to study abroad going into school. I've never been to Europe or anywhere really outside the United States besides uh, like Mexico and the Bahamas. So I started just looking at different places, looking at different programs, and then I just talked to a lot of people who study abroad before, like my friends at Pitt, uh, family friends who are older, and basically everybody I talked to loved Italy, and they loved either studying abroad in Florence or when they visited Florence, they really enjoyed their time there. So that just kind of helped me decide on Florence, and I researched a little more, and I just talked to my parents and decided on Florence. And yeah. then... Yeah, what, oh, no, no, you no. and you're there for a semester, right? Yeah, just one semester. Okay. So I got here about a month ago and stayed till December. Okay. Well, um, yeah, no, the best part about Europe, well, the best part about Italy and Europe is that in Europe you get to go to other countries, but then also with Italy, there's so many places to go. Like you could spend, you could not even leave Italy and not go everywhere that you wanted to go in that semester, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I haven't, I've been here for about a month. And I've traveled like every weekend, but I haven't been out of the country yet. I've just been to beaches around uh, Venice, Lake Como. Just I've just been traveling all around Italy. Nice. Even that's a lot. And yeah. Uh, so how? Do, what about? Did you apply for any scholarships or anything like that? So the only scholarship I applied to and I got is through Kappa, which is like my program. I applied to be a Kappa blogger, which is just I blog every week kind of about my experience, uh, about the things I do, about the program, so then people who are looking to study abroad can read it and find out more about my experience. And yeah, so I just applied for it. I submitted like a sample blog and then I got it. So nice. yeah, I blog every week. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. That's not a bad, it's, like, it's kind of like they're paying you, you're a paid writer already. Uh, what, yeah. <laughs> what, made you, what made you decide to do, do your program with Kappa? Why, why them? 
Uh, it's kind of, it's almost through Pitt, so like they funnel it through Pitt. I have like, like my Italian language class isn't a Pitt professor, it's only University of Pittsburgh students. So it kind of just made me feel more comfortable, like going through the university and having like my own advisor here with Kappa and things like that. So it just made me feel more comfortable doing it with Kappa and through the school. Right. And you said you've been there for a month so far. Do you have any good stories you can share with us yet about Italy or your travels or? Um, I mean, I have no crazy stories, but I'll share like my favorite moment so far, yeah. I guess, which is uh, definitely has was traveling to Lake Como, which is about three hours away from Florence. And it's just a beautiful lake with mountains surrounding it. And you got to rent your own boat if you wanted to. So we did that, had our own boat, drove it ourselves. And like just going in the lake and looking around you surrounded by mountains and being in this beautiful water. It felt like I was in a movie. And it's definitely was my favorite moment so far. Right. And so let me ask you about your, because you're the first student that we've had that's actually studying abroad right now. Let me ask you. What does your typical day look like? Like today's Wednesday. What do you? How many credits are you taking? Do you compare it to your time on Pitt's campus? What's different? What's the same? What is so? What's a day in the life of Connor in Florence? So I'm taking 13 credits here, four classes, which is like a class less than what a normal like normal semester. Usually people take five classes in a semester, but I'm taking four here. One's four credits. Uh, one big difference about abroad and I think this is most European schools is the classes you have once a week and for three hours so usually I'll wake up I'll have one class three hours straight 9 a.m. to 12 or 10 to 1 and then that's it with my class for the day I done with that and then I usually just go back I'll do some homework or do some reading and then I'm usually pretty done with my coursework by three or four uh, during the day, and I can hang out with my friends, go watch the sunset somewhere, go get dinner or something like that. Yeah, go explore pretty much, right? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, what, um, how, what advice would you give to someone? I'm sure you have friends that probably aren't going to study abroad or people on campus that are thinking about studying abroad. What would you tell them so far? You're kind of right in the middle of it. You've jumped in, you're a month in, you've got a few months to go. What would you tell them? I would say the most helpful thing to me, like before studying abroad, that's helped me so far as being here, is talking to people uh, before coming. So, like, I sat down and met with multiple people who I knew been to Florence beforehand, and I just got coffee with them and let them talk for hours and hours. Because usually, if you go somewhere or study abroad, you can just talk about it for hours. And I just took notes of the places to go, the restaurants, the places to travel to, what classes to take, and things like that. And it's helped me so much since I've been here and it made me feel it like really pushed me to definitely uh, study abroad and be way more excited about it and it's helped me a lot since I've been here and and you said that kind of that's probably on par with the next question and it's a little similar but you said you you've been out of the country you've been to Mexico and the Bahamas which is like yeah you've been out of the country but this is kind of your first cultural real real cultural change I don't know where in Mexico you went I don't know if it was the border or like a spring break place but uh, how has it changed your view of the world since you've been there? It's definitely made me realize, like, 
just how much bigger the world is and how I've never really been in a place like, yeah, when I went to Mexico, it was mostly tourists. It was still mostly American. So I realized how differently people can live lives and how you can mold and shape your lives differently. Not everybody has to live their lives like most Americans do, you know, like there's so many different ways to do things, uh, different places to visit. And it's just really it changed my perspective in that way. Just like there's so many different ways you can live your life and it's you don't just have to follow the everyday mold that you have growing up where most Americans do. Right. And uh, so now jumping into a few rapid fire questions here that are specific to you. And, and uh, so the last two interviews I've done, one was they spent time in the Ukraine and one they spent time in Poland and you they ha- they raved about the food both respectively. And you never hear about Ukrainian food or Polish food. Now, you're in Italy, which is probably one of the super Italy, France, Spain, the food it's known for. So what would you what's your favorite food that you've tried so far that they don't really have in the United States? I would say, I mean, I know this is like getting popular in the United States, but it is so good here is the gnocchi. It's like a pasta dish. And I had it like multiple times at restaurants and it is so good here um it's just like potatoes but like you know pasta type of thing and that's been my favorite dish here but the paninis and the pizza are pretty good every day too yeah so uh and then how is um i know the culture is different by country like when i went but people they drink wine a lot with food there right and it's just so are you finding yourself having a glass of wine with lunch or trying to assimilate to the culture that way or are you drinking espresso or any, anything like that <laughs> as far as the liquids go? Yeah, so they do like wine here, but like, like if they go out to dinner, usually it's a glass of wine because they think that's healthier and kind of like settles your stomach. So if, you, if I go out to dinner, I'll get a glass of wine, uh, just like relaxing, drink with dinner. Um, and then coffee is really different here. It's totally different portions. And what you think is a coffee in America is not the same as a coffee here. Uh, like a normal coffee is, would be like a little cappuccino here. But uh, yeah, I've been trying to immerse myself in that culture. Definitely getting wine at dinner and trying to get coffee most mornings. Nice. Good. Yeah, it's, um, that's part of the travel is kind of, and just becoming part of being a traveler and not just a tourist, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Do you have any, um, have you brought in a book along your trip or do you have any blogs or apps that you'd like to recommend to everyone listening who's thinking about studying abroad? So, uh, for a book, I don't really listen to many, uh, like, I don't read that many blogs or uh, podcasts, but for studying abroad, a book I read right before that, it's not really about studying abroad, but it really like changed my mindset about studying abroad. It's one of my favorite books. It's called Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, it's a memoir by Phil Knight, the creator of Nike. And it was just about his life story. And after college, he traveled the world for six months a year. And that's when he started like making his connections to create Nike. And he said in the book that his life didn't really start until he traveled the world after college. So like when I heard him say that, it just got me in the mindset. Like This could be like the start of a whole different life to me, a whole different perspective on things. Yeah. So it really helped shape Yeah, that's that's on. one actually I've, I've really been wanting to read, so thank you for reminding me. <laughs> so going back on that, you said he traveled the world and he met a bunch of people. Where are some of the people, you said one of your classes was with all Pittsburgh students. 
Now, have you yes. have you met? Are there any other groups or any other international students, or have you met any of the local students at in Florence? Like, who else have you met? So my program is all American students. It's different. Like it's University of Pittsburgh, Colorado Boulder, uh, Indiana University. It's a couple of universities. So going to class every day, it's with American students. But if I go out or go to a restaurant, go out at night, go to a local uh, coffee place, then you see Italian students, uh, Italian kids, Italian families. Yeah, of course. So really, when you go out to places like that is when you see uh, like the real locals. Nice. And do you uh, do you have a favorite quote that you want to share with us? Um, favorite quote, I would probably say, okay, my favorite quote is by uh, Casey Neistat. I don't know if you heard of him. He's a YouTuber, pretty famous YouTuber. And he said, uh, the most dangerous thing in life is to play it safe. And I really think that's true because if you're just always playing things safe and making the safe decisions, eventually you're going to look back on your life and just realize you wasted so much of it away and you never took any risks and you never really achieved what you could have achieved so i think that's like something i really live by is the most dangerous thing in life is to just play it safe nice so i try to make decisions otherwise yeah (laughs) and uh so when do you when do you come back to the states then i come back uh december 15th is my flight back so a couple more so yeah just just kind of the average yeah home for christmas but you're there long enough and good yeah exactly do you um do you have any with your group or your program, do you have any excursions planned for the future? Or you said you went to the lake. Are anywhere else you planning on going? Yeah, so this weekend I'm just staying in Florence, but the next couple weekends I'm going to places. I'm going to Siena next weekend, which is still in Italy. And then we have a fall break here, uh, so we just have a week off. And I'm going to Brussels, Belgium that week, and Amsterdam, uh, Netherlands Uh-oh. later. So that's all I have <laughs> planned so far, but... Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Connor, you have a blast during your time there. Take lots, lots of pictures. I'm actually just writing a post right now about how guys, like I, when I went, the one thing I regretted was not taking more pictures and videos and cause guys, you know, girls have no problem with that, but guys are a little yeah. tentative. So I'd say take as many as you can because you're going to like wish you had it six years from now, 10 years from now. So Uh, All right. Well, thank you very much for doing the interview. And guys, uh, give us an honest review of the podcast on whatever medium you're listening. We're on social media, which you can find on the website. Uh, Pretty much new posts are on Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest and Facebook, Twitter. And then I'm also on Instagram, Snapchat, and we have a YouTube channel, too. So check it out. Connor, thank you very much. And we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for having me.